Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Brian Appleby-Weinberg and the captain of the high seas, Joey Tartell. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. Head on over to www.worldtrumpetfederation.com today and spend some time with us. We're here to serve you, our trumpet-loving friends who are, like us, just trying to get better. If you need a fresh perspective from a highly educated and informed source, well, you should look for that. But until then, the WTF is here for you. Stop on by the website for some great insight or just keep tuning into the open bell each week. We definitely can make you feel better about yourself and your playing. And by the National Trumpet Competition. Since 1992, the National Trumpet Competition has been providing an inclusive student-focused experience for the advancement of artistry, education, and professional growth. NTC has become the largest competition of its kind and each year creates a space for trumpet players from middle school through graduate school to compete for cash prizes and the chance to say that they are an NTC winner. And NTC has just launched a new website where you can find all the rules and details for NTC 2023, which is being held in beautiful Boulder, Colorado. With divisions for juniors, high schoolers and undergrads, grad students, small trumpet ensembles, large trumpet ensembles, and high school trumpet ensembles, NTC has something for everyone. So go on over to www.nationaltrumpetcomp.org and see what's new with NTC. We hope to see you in Boulder next spring. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments. Warming up, couple things, and no offense. We use these segments to collect, commend, and condemn information that we believe is candy to clamoring trumpet clans. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chopsaver, the perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Dan Gosling. In case you haven't noticed, and judging by your attendance, you haven't, Dan has provided the Open Bell podcast with our own promo code. New promo code. New promo code. That's right. New promo, promo code. code. That's right. Go to www.chopsaver.com and use this little home run hitter for a 15% discount. That's www.chopsaver.com. Promo code BELL to get 15% off your order. <laughs> and now for someone who doesn't need help with his curveball, Brian. No, I had a decent curveball. That's what I he said. Terrible That's what I, I said. Terrible change up. You couldn't hit no change one, up, but you know, <laughs> if they hung it, I could hit it. <laughs> I couldn't hit a good one. <laughs> In high school, I had a friend of mine, Brian Williams, and he could he could pitch, and he had a good curveball, and he hung it to me every time he <laughs> faced me, and I, I hit at least three balls off the fence against him. Oh, man. He was a really good pitcher, but. But evidently a better friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. He played for the Crosstown High School. We played in summer ball together. He could really throw. Wait, which high school did he go to? He went to Pioneer High School. He went to Pioneer. Yeah. There we yeah. go. Yeah. You got to know you're in Arbor yeah. High Schools. So. They were also a better better team than we were. Yeah. Um, that is uh, he, that is where I, my wife went to high school. So. Yeah. No, she went to community, didn't she? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. She started it. No, she went to the Catholic school and then community. Right. Right, Gabriel yeah. Richard, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow, Brian is all in. The yeah, way he back knows his Ann Arbor sorry. schools. That's good. Yeah. Got to know your Ann Arbor schools. I miss Michigan a lot. Of course, living in New Jersey, you would, wouldn't you? Of course. You'd probably pretty much miss anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I feel like we're getting into the thick of <laughs> thick of it now. I'm I'm actually this is the be the first week after our you know this is the third week of the episodes right, um, and so yeah. it should be my third week of teaching. I'm having trouble finding time to practice, and I think I'm probably not alone. So what I've done is I've decided, through Joey's instruction, it's non-negotiable. Correct. <laughs> you just have to do it. Yeah, I don't understand so the question. For cornet practice, <laughs> you question. just have to do it every day. Just make it part of what you do. If you don't have a cornet, get one. I wrote an article. I'm not sure when it comes out for, for ITG. That reminds wow. me. There's an old Steve Martin bit about how to become a millionaire. Okay, step one, get a million yes. dollars. Now, step two. <laughs> so get a cornet. All right. Get a cornet. Yeah, get a cornet. 
and then I actually go in pretty hard on um, on mouthpiece makers for cornets in in the article. Um, are you saying and, they're uh, maybe possibly overrated? <laughs> yes, there are some mouthpiece makers that are overrated. That are overrated. They're not, shocking. They're not making cornet mouthpieces. They're mm -hmm. making trumpet mouthpieces with cornet shanks. And trumpet players want to have that. You know, I understand. You want to have that sound, that feel, that that acoustical feedback that you're used to on a trumpet. It'll be different on the cornet. That's okay. Let it be different. But do it every day. And um, so I've just made a decision that even if I'm missing deadlines at work, <laughs> I'm just uh -oh. going to keep practicing the cornet. There you go. <laughs> just keep practicing. The way to do it. I mm -hmm. just don't understand. There are a lot of people who get get these jobs that we have, right? And they just stop practicing. I mean, that's yeah. kind of a, a knock on a lot of teachers. They just stop, and I don't I don't understand that. I know it's difficult. It gets more difficult the older you get to maintain because you have a lot of other responsibilities. I think responsibilities. how hard it must be for Bill. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost impossible. Here's my question to you, Ryan. In fact. Joey, Joey, do you have any follow-up questions? Because I have one. <laughs> Please go. Always. <laughs> how many days are you going to do this? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the beginning of some sort of hashtag, like a days of practice sort of vibe. I don't Can know. You think, you think you might be able to make it like, I don't know, 15 days? I don't know. That doesn't sound sustainable. Because then no. you'd be done. At that point, you'd I be good. You, you could just stop. Set higher it. goals than that. So maybe like, something in the triple digits. Maybe like 30? Oh, that's not triple digits. No. That's not three digits. <laughs> Who could make it to th triple digits, though? It's, I mean, it's just... That's not Apparently possible. Apparently, no one. <laughs> Nobody can do that. <laughs> Zero people. Zero. Yeah. But uh, especially to, on cornet. To your point, uh, this is exceedingly good information, and, and I like to hear it. Uh, it doesn't have to be a long time. This is the other part. I, there, are, I think lots of people think, well, if I go into a practice room, I've got to go in for an hour. You don't. No. If you can get in there for 20 minutes, for 30 minutes, and be really productive, that counts, right? It, it doesn't what doesn't be, count? It, not practicing doesn't count. Yes, that, <laughs> that's correct. That doesn't count as your days. It's not practicing does not count as practicing. That's a pretty easy rule to follow. But yes. what if it's a rest day? That's not practicing. Oh, so it doesn't count as a Bill, practice day? What, that's correct. Tell us what the cyclists do during the tour on the rest day. They ride their bikes. <laughs> Get on their bikes. <laughs> well, yeah, they only do a hundred miles instead of. <laughs> I I remember figure I figured this out when I was pretty young. And the first summer I spent at Disney, uh, you know, we work five days a week. The the college program there, so you have rehearsals, you have rehearsals every day, and three shows every night was the 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 All American College Orchestra, which I was part of. So our week was Wednesday through Sunday. So Wednesday, you know, you go and rehearse all day, get a dinner break, and you do a 6, 7.30, and 9 o'clock show every night. So what happens? Monday and Tuesday would be off. And I watched lots of people not play on that Monday and Tuesday. And I thought, this is a bad idea. <laughs> so I, I would get like up and I would plan. practice, you know, you know, kind of get myself good and practicing, trying to get better. And I was still practicing, you know, not as much as I would like, but on those other days because it was so busy with playing. But on those days, I definitely had time and definitely practiced. And here's what I saw happen. As we got to about the sixth or seventh week, I started watching brass <laughs> players run into some serious problems because what happens when you just don't practice for two days a week? Because you're thinking, well, I just need a break. I need to recover. You're not actually recovering. You're just losing ground at that point. Yeah, just going backwards. And what happens if you when you're saving it for the rehearsal in the show? Yeah, so that's less and less that you're mm. playing, which means less and less that you're practicing, which means you're getting worse and worse. So there were people that right. by the end are then getting are barely making it through the week and then just hanging right. on for dear life to get through the summer, where by the end of that summer, I was feeling better than ever. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I've had students who have done this group, and I've told them exactly this, and they're like, okay, okay, and they all call yeah, these people are not practicing the days off and they're wondering what I'm doing. I'm like, stick with it, stick with it. And then Just six, seven it. weeks, yeah, they're starting to fold. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's what themselves. not practicing does. Just so, watch the car accident. And Brian, back to the cycling thing, right? These are people who just a maximum exertion, right, every day. And on the rest day, they ride, right? They still yeah. ride. And these are people who never who never stand when they can sit and never sit when they can lay down. <laughs> right. <laughs> those are true. the rules. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's the thing. Those, those are things. 
and still yeah. ride on the day off. Right. The rest day. It's called a rest day. It's called You're a rest for day. For three or four hours. Yeah. Right. We're just going to go for a spin. Yeah. That would kill us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Right. The mountain. Yeah. All right, Joey, what do you have for us? Well, I think you're going to like this. Now, if you haven't been paying attention uh, to the relievers in the Major League Baseball, you need to. There's a guy named Edwin Diaz who is the closer for the Mets, and he has a certain music that plays when he comes in to close out a game. That music (laughs) is by an Australian trumpet player, DJ, named Timmy Trumpet. So... Just before, la- just before Labor Day, they decided, you know, what, up? you know what would be cool? We should get Timmy Trumpet to come to the game. Oh. So Timmy oh, Trumpet wow. came to the game, and when they brought in uh, Mr. Diaz at the end of the game, they had him out there in full Mets regalia, including Mr. and Ms. Met holding <laughs> trumpets, doing choreography with him, you know, playing, playing his tune thing. to bring him on. Huge That's fan. Awesome. Like I, I've never really been. A, a, I've never really thought. Do I care about the Mets one way or another? Now I'm totally in on uh, Edwin Diaz right. and on the Mets because, hey, we're getting trumpet players out doing stuff, and that I'm always it. in favor of this. Mm-hmm. So you haven't checked this out? You can go on YouTube and find it. Just put in Timmy Trumpet Mets, and it'll pop up, and you'll see this thing. It's awesome, and uh, evidently <clears> this guy's <throat> been doing all kinds of stuff. I, I'm not familiar with him, but I am now. Uh, so you, know, you always want to find you know more people playing trumpet. I'm always a fan. So now I'm a fan of uh, Timmy Trumpet here. Timmy, how trumpet. did this cross your desk, Joey? Uh, actually, I will tell you one of uh, one of my coworkers, her son is a big Mets fan, and said, mm-hmm. "Hey, have you seen this thing?" And I said, "No, you got to check this out." I'm like, oh, I'm totally in. This is the best thing so, I've ever seen. With all the hoopla, did he did he close it out? Did he win the game? Oh, did he win that game? I don't know. I just saw the <laughs> video great, of Timmy you know Trumpet. I mean? like, yeah, but he's doing. He's having a great season. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's so great. that's. I just wanted to bring that out there. You know, there's always. <clears throat> I, I like it when trumpet comes into pop culture. I like it when trumpet comes into sports. I, you know, it's all all always a good time. So that's Fantastic. that's what I've got going. Uh, so I, check out I Timmy. The, check out t- t- Timmy Trumpet. Right. Bill, what do I you love got for the, Well, I didn't know you were doing a baseball thing, and I <laughs> I leaned baseball in my no kidding my my warm up thing. Yeah, you I'm know. so happy. Yeah. What do we got? Funny. Yeah. All right. So for me, I just looking ahead in the calendar, you know, and trying to see see what's coming up and uh, home a lot this fall, except for one cool thing. I'm headed out to Oklahoma State University uh, in October. Go Cowboys. Yeah. Go Pokes. Right. Yeah. Uh, our our. Good friend, longtime friend of Trauma Mundi, Brad Ginevro, Dr. Love Brad Ginevro. Hey. hey, shout out to Brad. Brad. Um, yeah, uh, invited me out. I'm going to sit in with the faculty brass there and do this Jeff Tyzik, uh New York Cityscapes piece for Quintet That's and Dr. Joe Cooper. There you go. The trumpet teacher there. He's a, a right. IU alum. Go Hoosiers. There we go. Yeah, they're yeah. everywhere. So, yeah, get to work. I don't, I've never worked with Joe before. I'm very much looking forward to it. And, yeah. Uh, it'll be, it'll be cool. Very cool. Get out so there a brass play. quintet and concert band. Yeah, brass quintet, uh, sort of like Concerto Grosso, I guess, like a brass quintet, you know, feature with concert band. Yeah. The How's Jeff Tysick wrote. So is it kind of well, uh, poppy jazzy, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. So I, I said to Brad, you know, yeah, it sounds great, I'll do it. And he goes, well, I mean, do you want me to send you the parts? You can look over it. I'm like, it's fine, I'm in, you know. There we go. The that's, that's the way right? to do it. Say yes, I did then it. look at the music. I do this all the time. <laughs> and then I open the PDFs and I'm like, oh, a lot of notes here. <laughs> a lot of black on that page. <laughs> right. a lot of notes, yeah. Right, so these are so, the but, stages. First is, hey, that sounds like fun. Yes. And then you get the music and then it's, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> so, then you got to practice. I, I was just going, and Brian, I'll explain this to you later, to hang. Oh, hmm. that sounds like a you know what I mean? exactly. reason to go. But now, well, now you and Brad, You and Brad have only known each other, what, forever? Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 75 since middle, years. Since, since middle school. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, be, it'll be great. Get out. I've never been to Stillwater, so looking forward to it. Yeah, you got to watch out. They, they have the colors there, the oranges. I'm not a big fan. It's pretty bright. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, being a native Texan, I have you know some problems with Oklahoma. So. With Oklahoma, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there will be a full report. Yes. All right, boys. You know, I love lots of the games we play, but 
but looking back over some of the stuff we did, this is one of my favorites, and we're going to play it again tonight. Uh, this is the, the Open Bell $10 Pyramid. It's like the hundred thousand dollar pyramid, but we don't have that much of a budget. Not yet. So we're going to ten dollar pyramid. We've already Not spent yet. our yeah, millions. We're going to get there. So I have texted you <laughs> both. Is, is, is Michael Strahan coming out here? <laughs> no. <laughs> if we get he to ten dollars in our budget, that'd be a good thing. That's yeah. funny. That's very funny. Yeah. Uh, so, Joey, you have a list of things that you need to get Brian to say. Yes, I do. And Brian, you have a list of things you need to get Joey to say. And we're going to go. Who wants? Who would like to go first? Um, Joey, you, Brian, just, do you want to give or receive I, first? I can, I can give. That's fine. Okay, there okay. we go. That's fine. Yep, I'm, there we go. I'm in. <laughs> All right. So, do Brian, we, do, we ti- do we time this? Yeah, of course. Deal? Of timing it. Yeah, you're timing it. You've got your stopwatch out. Hold right on. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't have a buzzer. So, how are we gonna, how do we I need to make you a <laughs> buzzer now too? Oh, yeah, of course. Badly, do, Joey kills me in this everything game. Everything at this. But this is both of us working. We're both doing. All right. I got yeah. the stopwatch ready. Okay. And ready. time. Okay, trumpet young trumpet players start out on this, but they're not allowed to. Uh, 7C. Thank you very the much. Box 7C. Um, on your desk, there's a title they call you The Butcher of Indiana. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I just wanted you to say it. <laughs> <laughs> the best nickname I've ever been given. That's awesome. When we're, when we're out on the road with Bill and we come across a mountain, he always calls it a uh, riser. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yes, he does. Is that not it? <laughs> it's a mountain straight up, a little riser. Yeah, it's a yes. little riser. It's a, it's acceptable. He said yeah. riser. Yeah. yeah, it's a text we use. Um, it's a rather long last name. It's uh, it's I got a green cover. Oh, there uh, it is. That's it how old a, you are, Schlossberg. Yes, I'm old. There we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Boom. The green cover. I'm there. <laughs> the green. It's more of teal, actually, but yeah. yeah. The person who originated the sound. Uh, William Adam. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it's an alternative practice method uh, named after a good friend of ours. Alternative practice method? Yeah, it's a little device that you can use. Oh, uh, um, like the burp or the peat? There you go, the peat. <laughs> the personal yeah. officer uh, training exerciser. Yeah. There it is. Um, it's, a, it's a book um, and a method... Um, done by a saxophone person. It's uh, a lot uh, of isometric. Carmine Caruso. There you go. Yeah. Joey's all over it. Yeah. <laughs> you could just say the six um, notes. I'm on it. <laughs> the one of the two bands that you know in um, in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be hard. This is uh, Black Dyke. There you Boom. go. Nice. <laughs> Nailing British brass bands. Okay, I win. I'm resigning right now. I'm retiring from this game. Wow. <laughs> Sea trumpets have this on the thing. It's where the sound comes out. It's a typical one. Sea trumpets have. Sea trumpets. All trumpets have them, but on sea trumpets, it's got a certain number on it. He's leaving out a very important. I, I don't understand word. what you're talking about. Sea trumpets. Trumpets have. Sea trumpets. All trumpets have this thing where the sound comes out. A at bell. The end. Yes. <laughs> and, it, and sometimes and it's a sea open. trumpet. Sea yeah. trumpet has a. Um, C trumpet has one that's got a certain number on it. The typical two twenty nine. There you go. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> of course. Okay. Who, I think I might it. have gotten some of those you didn't give. Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, the um, the two twenty nine was made by somebody who we refer to at, on this show, well, Vincent as, Bach, a very holy yes. man, very religious man. There you go. Done. There it is. He was a very religious man. <laughs> and time. It took you two minutes, 50 seconds. It's <laughs> pretty wow. impressive. Wow. All right. So I got to get him. Wow. Uh, Bill, one of these, I don't understand why it's here. You'll have to explain later if I can. The third one? Yeah. Of course you do. Okay. Now I can. That should be easy. It should be. I mean, but. Uh, it's related right, to a thing you it. were doing wrong last summer when you got here. And then I fixed that I was doing? Oh, I wasn't thinking that at all. I was of course very you weren't. Literal. So. <laughs> all right, let's this see what we got here. Adventure. Are you ready? No. Um, 
Yes, I'm ready. Okay, and Bill's go. Time. So this is a thing you put into your bell that makes it sound like a 1930s radio hour. It's a solo tone mute. There we go. This is the food they don't have in England when you go there. <laughs> Fish and chips. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is this is the ideal cadence according to Bill. 90 beats per minute. There it is. And others. <laughs> and others, just not the people we look at. This is... Uh, French solo piece that's uh, about five minutes long for C trumpet. Inesco. Yes. Yeah, there we go. Uh, who's the best cornet player in the world? Tom Hutchinson. <laughs> there it is. Who makes red and white <laughs> mutes? Uh, uh, Stoneline. Who's the company? Uh, Humes, Humesenberg. There you go. What's the silliest hashtag <laughs> that we know about? <laughs> 100 Days of Practice. There it is. What would you call, what's another name for the Marine Band? The president's own. There it is. Uh, what kind of B flat do you play? Mm. A Bach. What? What? Yeah. Anniversary. There... Anniversary. What kind of bells on that? Thirty-seven. There it is. Uh, can you give me a, a trumpet maker who uh, mod modeled his horns after the French Bessons, including the second the tuning slide facing the wrong direction? No. Yes. Shulky. No, no, no. <laughs> you're, you're close. He, was, he, yeah, he ended, up, ended up moving out to L.A. That second valve thing was a good clue. It's a great clue. That's what knocks it down. You, you the, should already that's have the this. answer. Yeah. There's one other thing, but go ahead. This will be interesting. No idea. Give really? Clues. Uh, yeah. Makes trumpets. Uh, uh, it's a well-known trumpet name. Um, they, ended up selling out to UM, they ended up selling out to UMI. Uh, In L.A.? Well, that's where he yeah. moved before uh, before he sold out. Yes, but one of the names that's under the UMI brand, BNS. No, they're under Buffet. <laughs> no, Ameri awesome. It's an American trumpet player. Gonna, like I had, 40, a, I had, I gave great clues. 40 this seconds, is on him. Forty Cancel. seconds. Uh, oh my God! No, get no gets in stayed in Wisconsin oh, all the way through. Taken uh, away two twenty. They, they made the three X. They made the silver flare. Do you know these horns? I do. The three I do MLP. Horns. No, these are trumpets that people play. <sighs> I'm so mad at Brian right now because I gave great <laughs> Can I help? Here. Can I help? Sure, go. Yes. Can I help? So you had the second valve side going the wrong way, and you had extra long valve stems. He's not going to know the extra no. long valve stems. I don't know that. The second oh, valve really? was the giveaway. That was the giveaway. I don't know anything about the second oh, valve. He's stem. totally failed. And here comes two fifty. You're done. I had this nailed though. I gave he great. Did clues. it on purpose. So fast. I didn't do it on Go purpose. Ahead. Give it to him. Tell him what it is. Eldon Benj. Uh, yeah. How do you not get? He said Sorry. L.A. How do you not get the second valve thing? That was the I, giveaway. I That's like the that was the giveaway. That was a, that was a brilliant clue because that I was the thing. Thank you very much. <laughs> well done, Joey. Sorry, I'm so mad at you wow. right now. We did not win the ten ten dollars. No, no. I'm <laughs> keeping the ten dollars. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Strahan's going to use that for to put his teeth together. So. <laughs> Either that he'll keep it that way because that's the secret for the double C. <laughs> See, he's already had that done. What we don't know is so Michael weird. Strahan is pounding double street. Strong double C. <laughs> just in his spare time. Crushing yes. them. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, that was entertaining and nothing else. <laughs> nothing else. Oh, Let's so just mad. not, I, just so this is worth repeating, that Joey pulls Black Dyke Band out first. <laughs> Nails. Totally. Nails. <laughs> And Brian, if you had said the bell on a, or if you had said the part on a box C trumpet, if you had right 229, box right, C trumpet, yes. if you had said box C, he would have said 229. Right. Yeah. But you're saying the C trumpet has this and sound comes out of it. Yes. What are you talking right. about? A bell. Uh, all trumpets a have whole? a bell. Like, what does a C <laughs> trumpet have that a, a B flat trumpet doesn't that makes sound is what I'm listening to. Right. <laughs> I still, uh, it's still better than yours. Oh, so bad. <laughs> Bench, who would know that? Everybody Anybody. knows that. Anybody everyone knows, knows that. that. Yes. Everybody the second valve, that. you could just put a picture of that on the internet and everyone would get it right. Oh, it's a bench. Wow. Yeah. Oh, the silver. Oh, yeah. that's a bench. It goes oh, the other way. Oh, it's a silver flare? Got it. Oh, that was a king, that, to be silver fair. Silver flare's king. Yeah. They were king. Yeah. But the, the UMI, the CKB, if you ever saw those, Con King Bench, when UMI was yeah. putting out the CKBs. King, yeah, King Con and Bench. They bought all those. Oh. They bought all those names. Yeah.
It was, yeah, though. the silver flare is king. That's my fault. That was a mistake. So I'm a little right. trumpet myopic. Trust me, it didn't yeah. hurt. No, but <laughs> it didn't, it hurt, didn't hurt a thing. Went right no. past. So mad. No idea. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun for me. Yeah. All right, boys. It's time for a couple things. So we often discuss things that we believe are non-negotiable, like, you know, daily practice um, or certain materials. But today, I've tasked us with a very difficult discussion. Today, we have agreed to name the four pillars of undergraduate trumpet study. That is, in other words, the four pieces, you can only pick four, designed by year, right? So designated by year, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, that are the absolute pillars of trumpet study. Now, disclaimer, we agree there's a lot of variables here, and in you know, the individual player must be considered above everything else, but this at least will be fun. You yeah, this is impossible. One. Let's start with this. We're going to do it, this. It is. We're going to do this, and right. we're going to talk through it. It's going to get us talking about some pieces, and I hope in a very positive way. But right. boy, this is, it's this tough, is, this right? This is really, 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 really hard to say, okay, you get one piece for the freshman year. You get one piece for the sophomore year. And, and what we're saying is, yeah. so what we're saying is, maybe the best teaching piece, the thing that encompasses a certain level of expertise or the best demonstration of what someone should be able to do their freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, whatever. Yeah. Just to be clear, like how sure. are we looking at, Yeah. you know? Yeah. I made one other rule for myself. I know you'll be shocked. <laughs> there are rules. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I want to know. So here's, and, and we've all got our list. We're already done. So you get to do however you want. And that's why we have three of us on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I decided I'm going to hold this to B-flat trumpet because I think going through an undergrad, you don't have to have any other horns in that way. I mean, I have undergrads go through all the way through here. Now, a majority of kids that come through IU at this point have more than a B-flat trumpet, uh, sometimes even when they show mm -hmm. up, uh, but sure. certainly by the time they graduate. But I still have undergrads come through here and, and only play B-flat or, or even B-flat and flugel. So I have, I have limited my list to B-flat trumpet pieces, and uh, I feel good about it. Interestingly, I ended up with four B flat trumpet pieces. Although here in the same boat, I have some students show up with B flats and C's, and sometimes with a pick. Most leave with B flat C and pick. Mm -hmm. Some also with an E flat, but right. usually. So what can do you give any experience to a student with an with a university instrument that could play sure. a different instrument? Oh sure, yeah. In mm -hmm. fact, this is a good part here. We have some really good high horns. We have some really we have a good we have good E flats and good picks here. And yeah. we actually have a couple sets of rotaries that we get to kids in the orchestras that work. They're, they're excellent horns. Mm -hmm. But still, I went so, with okay. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna do this, which is impossible, let's I'm gonna hold it to just B flat, and then it say, is impossible, and, 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 and we're gonna go. So, all right, I think Brian, Brian, normally you, you lead off, right? Did, but yeah, did you end up in the off. same place with B flat pieces? I folded on the last one, the senior okay. senior year, because right. I think it's not folding. It's an, just a different group. C trumpet yeah. experience. All right. So right. where are you um, where are you starting off? Freshman year, one piece. What's freshman the piece? year, one piece. Mate of the mist, Herbert L. Clark. Come on, like cornet. Look at you, right Look out of the shoots. Come on. <laughs> All right. No. Yeah. Make your go ahead. It's make your case range. before before we tell before you about we how wrong you are. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> getting their guns cleaned. Yeah. Hold Oiled on, let me, up. Let me load up here while you, you go ahead and talk while I load up here. Go ahead, Brian. <laughs> exactly. So it requires a cadenza. It requires uh, multiple tonguing. It requires lyrical playing. It's not too rangy. It's not too long. Um, and they have to do triple tonguing. That's with piano. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and these are a couple of things that I'm worried about with freshmen. If somebody comes in and can't multiple tongue, that's going to make that piece really difficult to perform that year. Yeah. Now it's pretty by, short, though. But by but by April, they could they could learn to triple tongue. What is that? September. Five minutes. Okay. Now to be to be yeah. clear, to be clear, th we're not just saying this is the only piece they're going to work on all year. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're just picking. Although yeah. there are studios where people do that. Yes, I understand, but every yeah. lesson for a year. I don't know how you do that as a teacher or how you stand for that as a student. But. Right. No, I'd go crazy. I mean, I wouldn't do that for more than, I don't know, like 100 days, and then I'd move on to the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's sort of the marching band approach where we're going to learn our 11-minute show, and then oh. that's all we're going to do for six months. So yeah, we're going to perfect really, it. I don't yeah. like that either. No. So, Made of the but Mist. Made of the Mist. 
Now you want that on Cornette too. Well, it would be great on Cornette, but I would I'm actually okay with it on Trumpet. Whoa. Hold on. See, I'm not. Breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with it. But you know, it here it's really difficult. Like I have students who play Tomasi. I made a student once play Tomasi on B flat and he killed it. Um but I also have students who struggle to play petite piece. So well, like sure. there's a yeah. wide there's range of absolutely of abilities. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. But that's why I went with big pieces because I want if we're going to take the year so I went with I went so I'm I'm next right yeah go ahead you're you're next next. wait are we done beating him up for picking (laughs) made of the mist not really but I think we're going to come back around (laughs) I don't know I I don't just don't know that there's enough music in it yeah I want I want I said it I want a more substantial piece I think of that almost like an encore piece it's definitely over it's narrow in scope sure Okay. Yeah, I do. I uh, want something broader than that. I agree, which is yeah. why my first piece All right, is, go is, ahead. The, is the Kennan Sonata. See, three movements. You got some odd time things. That first movement, it's accessible, but by the end of your freshman year, I want to know that you can perform a high C. And then that second movement, got some lyrical playing you're going to play all the way through and that third movement again you got some odd metered odd time but the first movement if you think about that as a way to come in if you haven't played any big pieces before this you get through the first page and a half and then you're just doing all the same information again mm-hmm. so you know yeah. uh, you know the beginning of it's up a step and then the rest of it's just up a half step so it's like okay i've learned this now i just got to learn it again and i'm through the first movement right and now I can get into the second movement, so do some nice lyrical playing. I'm going to be able to do that and tackle that separately. Then the third movement, much more technical things with some odd meter stuff, which I like the idea. Because if you come through high school, most of the time you've probably been playing a lot of 4-4. Four, four. So let's let's move that around. <laughs> yes. And I like the, the canon makes you move around in some different, you know, eighth note gets the beat sort of thing. And some 7-8 and 5-8 and 9-8. And then the third movement, you know, same thing. Some technical things and some technical challenges as well. So I think by a the end of your things. freshman year... Boom, Kent Kennan Sonata. I'm making I'm making a case. Thoughts? Well, I love the piece and I and mm-hmm. I love it for all of those reasons. Um, I think it's uh for a student who doesn't come in with any real playing issues, like if you don't have to rebuild their face. If you have to rebuild their face in September, they're not playing Kennan in in April. Well, that's an extreme you rebuild yeah. their face. It, that's that's fair, but I I, I think if if you're coming into school as a music major, you're usually coming in as at least a reasonable high school player. And then having that as a goal by the end of your freshman year, for most, is a reasonable goal. Mm-hmm. Most being mm-hmm. 51%. At least 51%. <laughs> that would be most. I bet that's right. I've, I bet it's, I've actually... I bet half of them could. Yeah. I've actually used the Kennan as a follow-me on this a catch-up piece. Meaning so I have a mustard student come piece? in, not a mustard at all, and in particular, Heinz ketchup. <laughs> right. Oh, your Pittsburgh um, is showing. It would be. So. Uh, I know. Yeah. I don't mean Acrisure ketchup. <laughs> I can tell you that. Um, and not, and not so, catsup piece. None of that. <laughs> no, not catsup. None of that no. Hunt's Good garbage. <laughs> no, Acrisure, not having any of that. Uh, so I have a student come in who can play the horn really well, but has had very little musicking. Right. They've sure. not processed a lot of music, small band program, uh, needs to get caught up on meter and and rhythm and all those kinds of things. I have used it. I have used it for that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's real music there. It's a real piece. Yeah. Yeah. Something and, that you can come piece. back to later and use for recitals. Sure. But, right. But a good thing to tackle like a real piece and maybe uh, looking at like a multi movement solo <clears> as. <throat> We're going to go after lots of these, but we're going to own this one, you know, because, oh, no, I kind of try and play this in high school. All right, let's hear it. I want to hear it done well. Cacada, cacada, cacada. Yeah. Yeah. Are you allowed to, are students allowed to play recital material that they plan on juries in the four years? I don't know that we have rules against it. I generally try and get them away from that. Saying, if you've already performed it, let's do something else. Yeah, there's yeah, so we much actually music. have a rule against it. Yeah, and, and we've talked about this before too. About students come in, I always ask, "What have you played so far?" Because I'm yeah. probably going to steer clear most of that because At we're least trying to start. To yep, break habits and you know sure. start new and all that. Um, yeah, I I agree with everything you're saying because that too is my freshman year pick. No kidding! Wow, it is. 
Wow, look at that. Okay, so right. that means Brian's every, wrong, clearly. Brian's wrong, <laughs> yes. Um, for for all the reasons you said, but because I there's enough there that if I have someone who's, a, again, a little bit behind, it's a great way to catch them up quickly to what's going on. But you have just enough double-tonguing, just enough triple-tonguing with those right, little... A little bit here and there. But the little it, pickups yeah. mm-hmm, through various key centers. Uh, I know there's a lovely recording in the second movement. And then the third movement does everything <laughs> I, you said. I like Ray Mace's recording of that all the way through, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. You know, wait. if you have time to do the, if you have time to do <laughs> the whole thing, who has that kind of, of time? Seconds. Yeah. Uh, but, no, that's that's my pick is, like, I think ultimately that's it's a great sign that someone is in a really good place at the end yeah. of the Well, I agree with that. Yeah. You have to have a lot together to be to be able to play the canon. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. But that's why it's a good well. goal for the freshman year. Like yeah. that could just be like an overarching thing over the whole year along with everything yeah. else you're doing by the end of the year thinking yeah. I can perform this whole piece. That's the way I looked at this exercise. Yeah, and think about that as a teacher too. Like by the end of the year, I got to get this student in a place where they can play the canon. Yeah. Giddy up. Yeah. yeah. Do you um do they do juries in, in December? Yes, or both just semesters. in May? Uh, we we do ours a little odd here. A freshman, if you're a performance major, you do one in December. If you're education or BSOF or, or you know, uh, you do that in May. So our freshmen, we split. Hmm. So we hear so performance we majors one, first and the others at the end. We do one each semester. However, in the fall, all trumpet majors are required to record something for NTC. Now, all those recordings don't get submitted. We don't, we ultimately decide sometimes, no, we're not going to use this. We're going to wait a year and do something else. But everybody goes through the process of preparing and recording. And if they record for NTC and go through that process, they're exempt from their jury in the fall. Wow. Oh, look at that. We do not do that. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Because they've, they've, they've already put together something, something right? that put is, together a <laughs> goes yeah. way beyond the demands of a jury. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's cool. Like yeah. It. All right, so now that they've learned the canon, and you know, not not too worried about made of the mess. Well, they're sophomores. If they're at if they're at a you know reputable school, yeah. chances are <laughs> if they're not if they're not stuck in Jersey is what you're saying. Right. Not stuck chances in are <laughs> right. they finished the the freshman year with the canon under their belt. All right, so they're sophomores yeah. now. Now where are you going? And that's where I'm going. I'm going to the canon. I have. Oh my gosh, there it is. Your piece. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my god that's it's, fabulous it's yeah. it's funny though because brian i mean this sort of makes sense in the way that you i mean i i love the way you talk about your students and the kind of work that you do and the kind of work that you're willing to do sometimes because yes. you don't you don't i mean this is kind of fitting right because sometimes you have that year where you're you're bridging that gap between sure. where they are but i think you're by this choice you're kind of affirming where we are yes with Yes, this would be appropriate for a college-level student to play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I completely agree, and I love the piece, and I love it for all of the reasons you guys talked about, yeah. Right. Interesting. Okay, that's fantastic. Right. <laughs> that's that cool. is my that's so good. Sophomore piece, yeah. Everybody plays that here. Yeah. No, there's a um, reason. I do, lop, piece. I do lop something on top of the sophomore year. We have to get them through this sophomore barrier, which is actually here because of what used to happen in the trumpet studio before I got here. Um, the first time they put a sophomore proficiency in, um, I think seven trumpet players failed. Um, and uh, that doesn't happen anymore, obviously. Um, but th- we have, they have five minutes of playing. That's all they have to do. And so I make them memorize the second movement of the Haydn and play it on E-flat, and I make them play um, Aria Comparazioni handles uh, the sure. first three the first page and they have to mm-hmm. memorize that and play it on b flat and they have to do that second when the b flat's cold and you have to play b's and d's <laughs> and e naturals mm. in tune um so I, I do lump that on top of it on top of the canon for that's them. a great piece um oh that's funny our our sophomore barrier uh is a little different end of the sophomore year but th- it's a 10 minute slot uh and there's you know we'll ask some scales but so we'll usually look at like a movement from a big piece or you know, a, a, a shorter solo piece. And that can be a yeah. wide variety of different things, but with accompaniment as well, like with piano. Yeah, they have to do, so. have to do accompaniment. Yeah. yeah. Ours is uh, three Charlier etudes with 100 push ups in between each one. <laughs> <laughs> have you so guys, no one, have you, no one passes. <laughs> no so. one passes. Have you given any thought to not calling it a barrier and calling it a proficiency? We call it an upper divisional. 
It's called the sophomore. Profi- it's called the sophomore proficiency. Okay, so proficiency. Pro. All right, yeah, sophomore good. proficiency. Yeah. I don't know. That just feels... makes like you're climbing over a wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're here to make you fail. Right. Yeah. Well, right. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Brian is catching up. All right, it's about time. I don't think so. I'm going to go south. The last two. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I, I I had a real hard time with uh, sophomore and junior years. I went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> so my sophomore piece, I'm going with the Artunian Concerto. Oh wow! Yeah, because here's the thing: yeah. if we've got if we've got the three movement work, now I want to think of something that's all the way through. So a little more endurance, right? A little more uh, double tonguing required. Uh, a little bit. Know, a little bit, right? But so you've gotten a start <laughs> of that with the cannon. But now we're going to yeah. do some real application. You got to really put that into play. You're a sophomore now. You should be able to actually play a melody that includes double tonguing. Middle section, which you're going to play with a cup mute, which is the right mute to use. You're going to solo tone. You mean? Uh, yeah, oh the God, cup mute. Here we go. And and you're going to make a be- you're going to make beautiful music in the slow sections. You're going to be really uh, really lovely and light and articulate through the light. And then you got the big cadenza at the end and still have the chops to make it all the way through. So there's the endurance part of it as well. So I think over the course of a sophomore year, by the time you get to the end of a sophomore year, I think that's nice. I think it's a good piece for this. I think it's achievable. Thoughts? I like well, I like this, you know, even if my students don't submit the first year, they definitely are typically in a place to submit the sophomore year and our tuning's a great piece for NTC. It mm-hmm. does well yeah. at the national Trump sure. competition and is usually on a bunch of lists. Sure. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. But Can thoughts on this being a sophomore about... thing? Is that what do you think? Yeah, no, it it works. Yeah. I, I had a, a young student do it um one year, but the student to say he couldn't play would be um I don't know. Like <laughs> disservice to people who can't play. Couldn't he play. Like really but he could play. He couldn't play. He couldn't play. But he couldn't play. Before he came in, I prepared the committee. Like literally I gave, showed them. I gave them a recording of what he had done a week before in his lesson, and it was terrible, <laughs> and I mean terrible, and uh, and I per- so I prepared the committee. I said, "Listen to this. This is what it's going to be. We're just going to have to suffer through it." And they're fu- they're like, "Okay, that's fine." He comes out, <laughs> he walks in the room, pianist started playing with the rumble, and he laid the whole piece down. <laughs> wow, the whole piece, <laughs> top to bottom, sounded great. No problem at the end. All the double tonguing, clean, no sweat. He learned the piece in a week. Holy moly. Which yeah. might make you more mad at what he hadn't been doing before. I was a lot more angry. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. If you can do yeah. that in a week. Yes. Yeah. Just imagine. Slack, lollygagging oh. or sandbagging. Yeah. One of the two. He's, he's yeah. the same student who I, I said, you know, we really need to move your mouthpiece in a different place. And he was like, okay. And he said, just show me how that works. And I showed him. And he went away for the summer, never called, never had an issue, uh, uh, never like reached out, came back in September and it was fixed and he was making a great sound. And I was like, how, how did that happen? He goes, well, you told me where to put it. So I just did that. Oh my god! I just gosh. did that. Yeah. Easy okay. enough. Okay. Yeah. And wow. then learned the, learned the Artunian in a week. Amazing. Yeah. Well, Brian, He's junior a great guy. year. Great guy. Brian, you want no, to start no, the you junior year? No, no, you haven't done sophomore year. You have to do your sophomore year. There's really no need for me to do the sophomore year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you pick Artunian? Artunian. It's right oh here on the God, list. That's incredible. <laughs> and and I, I have to say, part of it is because I had this amazing experience myself as a sophomore playing the Artunian. Oh I won a concerto competition with it at, at IUP. Oh, my gosh. And so that was the piece. But like, you didn't get that, to play it. No, I remember I played the Haydn. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I so for me that that's piece funny. that's always around the time in my life. I'm thinking, yeah, you should be able to get here, yeah. right? So the double, like all the things you said, the double tonguing, the, all the music is in there. The kind of big sound you need to have to play that. The whole cadenza thing, yeah. Like reconciling all that, and then. The slow sections are gorgeous, so that I'm I'm all in with that. All right, that's amazing. Artunian, oh, that's is the hysterical. Answer. Okay, this well, is I'm so glad it's really going to be lunatic. interesting to see where we end up with junior I, and senior. I don't think we're going the same place. I don't think we'll be in the same place. Yeah. But okay, all, all right, right so Brian, Brian, junior year. Sounds the from the Hudson. In the oh, what? In the mid. In the junior year. In the junior year. All right, can you make the case. So I think it requires. Um, 
well, of course, amazing stamina, but a lot more musical understanding than some of the other sonatas. Um, a lot more work with the pianist. Um, it requires you to pay attention a lot more to what somebody else is doing because um, that piano part is sticky. Um, <laughs> That's the nicest and, thing I've ever heard said. That's the nicest way yeah. of putting a giant pain in the butt for the pianist. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and I think it requires you to to understand what they're going through, what their parts are, and they're so it's so different from from what you're playing. Um, I think the history of the piece, um, the time period, is important to your understanding, um, developing an understanding of how to play the piece, um, what uh, what he was talking about, um, and I think it requires some some real playing on on the part of the the trumpet player. It requires some real chops and real finesse, um, especially at the end. Oh yeah. Hmm. I mean, when you look when you look at the first movement, there's a real endurance thing about that. And yeah, let's just take a quick side trip here. Right before it says bright, B R E I T, there, there's that you know the two bars of the C to E flat, and then the 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 melody, but up to major third. There are people who've decided that you can just take a break there. Now there's a scissor. There's a scissor there, right? In ink. No. <laughs> From the printer. Right. There is no marking <laughs> anywhere that indicates there is any break there at all. There is right. no break there. So this idea that you just get to stop, get yourself set up and start over again is totally a made up trumpet decision. It is not mm -hmm. a musical decision in any way. In fact, if you think about those two bars that dee ding bottom bottom is build 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 to really land on that downbeat as a place of going not as a okay hold on just a second i'm going to take a break no no be that's right part the of the challenge of playing this piece well is being able to do that right and that's just yes. the first movement now you you know we have to i know we did our show on the artunian right yeah. what yes. did we dissect it was artunian right yes so Hindemith, this has to yeah. go on the list. Absolutely. We have yeah. we're going to take strong apart. opinions about yeah. this thing. Yes, this yes, is the do. big one, right? Because that first especially movement, the it, end. It, yeah, go ahead. But right, so then when we get to the end, right? And all you have to do is play a beautiful S melody in essentially C major scale on the B flat trumpet. It's not or, high, it's not low, it is not technically challenging in any way. It's quarter notes half notes and dotted half notes that's all and, and the boy title, the, the, the title of that hymn i'll mention Musen sturban all trumpet players must die <laughs> that's the translation that's the translation of that it's amazing how when we get to that place uh two things happen trumpet players actually play it too slow too slowly and then they also try and play too softly and then they fold up. Oh my gosh, it's just painful to listen to. They fold it's like awesome. origami. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really bad. But that again, at the end of that, of just making a beautiful, lovely lyrical sound at the end, it, it, it's it, terrific. It's right on it. This is a good call. Great piece. Yeah, yeah. good call. Yeah. All right. Finally, Brian. Finally. Rallied. I and, rallied. And here's the thing. <laughs> That's what I have for my junior year as well. Oh yes. Oh come on. I do. I put. I put it right there. What? I put it right All down right. the middle. I, I, that's what, for exactly what Brian's talking about. I do think there's so much music in there that you know a lot of people uh, will often talk about Kenan and Hindemith in the same sort of lineage, and I and I think there's something yeah. to that. Of Kenan mm. is a good way to get you to, right? Yes. Kenan yeah. Kenan's like a for lack of a better term, it's a great piece of music, but it's also a good starter sonata for the collegiate trumpet player. I wouldn't want you to start. <laughs> With Hindemith, I want you to get there, and I think once you've been through, once you've been through Kennan, and once you've been through Artunian, now you're ready. And now we could another multi-movement thing, and there's a lot of challenges. Exactly what Brian was talking about. I'm seeing more and more high school students come in with Hindemith, though, because it's mm -hmm. on a district list or a region it's or all state list. list sure, but all of these yep. are things uh, sure. I see high school students playing, but Absolutely. oftentimes either one movement. You right. know, like plenty of students, mm -hmm. uh, plenty of high school students have played the first movement of the canon. Have they looked at right. the second? Have they looked at the third? You know, hold on, what the heck's going on? I'm like, yeah, third movement, let's go. Oh, so you played, mm -hmm. the, you played this before. Let's look at the third movement. I've looked at that. Same thing here. <laughs> when you get over to that second movement, and you've got to make all of the really lyrical, lovely lines, and you've got to actually think in eight, and eighth note gets the beat, and and still match up with the piano. 
it's a lot more here. Yeah. 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 So Good what call. Do you got? Great what do you, piece. What do, you got, what do you got, Bill? One of my favorites. Junior year for me, Beach for variations. Oh, of course. Of course you're going to put that in there. <laughs> yeah. I love this piece. Yes. Now you I, go to cornet. <laughs> and I would do it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Finally mature enough to handle the instrument. And That's, I would do it on cornet as well. It's a beautiful yeah. cornet piece. It's a great cornet. Piece. It is a great cornet piece. Yep. There's a lot so, there. So my case here is a ton of music, uh, a, a required sense of refinement, musical refinement, but technical refinement as well to make the thing work. It's a really interesting uh, creation, right? He takes this uh, this Scarlatti Sonata, two-part sonata, right? Longo 363, in case you're interested. And he and just turns it into this, this gorgeous, gorgeous piece of music. And um, love the love the technical challenge, but love trying to make music out of all that stuff. And the slow movement is that slow section is just gorgeous. It's that beautiful. Tune. I beautiful. one of the biggest challenges is to make music in that piece because it's so sparse, and there's so much space, and being able to carry the music through that space, I think, is a big challenge. Well, it requires, if you really think about it, the collaboration between trumpet and piano, cornet and piano on that piece is, that's yeah. next level. That That's, yeah. it's really intricate. Yeah, there's a so. lot. Yeah, that's a good call. That's a, that's a, I don't often think of that piece a lot. Now, it could be, uh, I mean, you could go senior year with it. There's no doubt about it. That's, that's, yeah. it's a, it's a heavy lift. But I, it's I not had that one choppy, more than right? that. Uh, yeah. It, it doesn't, it doesn't. It's not that choppy. It's not that choppy. And it's not it's that. On a, it's not, but it's no. on a fair amount. Right, but you, but there, there are shorter movements and you get breaks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, not it's bad, my, not bad. It, And it's my absolute favorite piece. In the yeah, round. you do love that piece. <laughs> I love this piece. That's yeah. fabulous. It is a great piece. I love that. Yeah. All right. Senior year. Senior We've done it. Year. We're right. seniors. We're seniors. All right, we're going to tackle tackle a, a big one here. So what do, what do you got, Brian? I, I'm I'm back to a not very long piece, but I think our best piece for the repertoire in the repertoire, the UNESCO legend. Oh, look at that! Oh, there we go. Yeah, see, <laughs> I thought I thought th this might come up, and I think it. I think it's a terrific piece, but it's five minutes of music. I know it, but it requires everything. Sure. You except except playing longer than five minutes and playing <laughs> right, multi-movements. <laughs> but it is, it's true. You've got to make real music. Mm -hmm. You've got to play yeah. lyrical. And at the end, you've got to play soft and lyrical and in time. And then you've got to have the fingers and you've got the multiple tonguing. And there's and then you've got the high C on the C trumpet. If uh, Yeah, all of it's in there. Yeah. I, but uh, to me, that's still, <laughs> I think of that as a jury piece, not as much as a solo piece. You know, because just because mm. of the length, just because of the length, like it's actually it's perfect for juries. Wow. Yes, yeah, actually, it, if you it think about it, piece. so but talk about play, NTC can, again, but there's an eight minute time limit. That's a five minute piece. Yeah, yeah you can play the whole piece. Right. It's a great little competition piece for that reason. Yeah, sure. competition piece. Totally. Yeah, contest. Mm -hmm. You should it's understand that aspect, Brian. It's a contest piece. <laughs> it's a it's a contest piece, yeah. I'm, yeah, it's I'm a test. In. It's a test piece. I just love the piece. I think it's an amazing piece, even though people don't play the last note long enough. <laughs> and and here's the funny part: not only did it not play it long enough, there's no fermata on it. All you have to do is play in time. <laughs> yeah, just play in time. They're mm -hmm. just out. I'm out. I'm not playing that C anymore. No, six beats. I too will. Much. So yeah. that piece for me, I love that piece. I, I've I've played it. Um, that was the piece for me that made me realize that it was not okay for me to continue to triple tongue TKT. <laughs> <laughs> not only was it not okay, it was impossible. <laughs> oh, that would be hard to do. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's got to be TTKT. It's a great piece. The only, but like I said, the negative on it, it's, it's short. It is you know, short. I'm looking, if I'm looking for like, I go, I'm looking at what's the quintessential, give me one, you know, overarching thing to look over the year i'm looking for some big some meat there yeah there's no way we're yeah we're going to be all over the map with this senior yes, year. yes well, that's good yeah, yeah. All right. that's fine yeah, it Go should ahead. be all right 
which is why I'm, I'm going to stick in the Sonata realm, but I'm going Halsey Stevens. Because oh. here's the I do thing. I like Halsey Stevens. I, I love Halsey Stevens. Stevens. Right, so what do you got to have your senior year? You've got to have odd time signatures. You've got to be able to play in time. You've got to have a lot of chops. You're going to be able to double tongue. You've got to have some great facility. That second movement is some real lyrical playing and on the softer side. Yeah. And you've got to be able to play up to the high C and high D on B-flat trumpet. Mm-hmm. At the end of the piece, you've got that going on. You've got some good, interesting mute work to deal with. You know, there's a lot there that I think this is what I would want somebody in their senior year to be able to tackle and go for it. I support the senior year idea for this. I I did it as a junior, and it was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it is a lot. It I, I mean, was I, a I, lot. I, I'm going out of my way to choose all four of these are yeah. a lot, you know, which is why I'm looking at for the year, this is the goal. Right. Yeah. I did it. I did it um, on my senior recital, and I also used it for my Cleveland audition. Mm-hmm. And um, and I played like most of the first mu- movement, and it was after I had done the characteristic study to satisfy Mr. Zouder. And Mr. Darling said, okay, I'm fine. And Mr. Zouder said, I'm fine too. And Michael said, I'd like you to play the end of the first movement, please. He yeah. literally just wanted the last line. Yeah. He wanted you to see if hear. I could bury a high C. Yeah. Sure. Right. And I, it was it was fine. He, and so I played the end, and, and he said, "Okay, now I'm fine." <laughs> I would wow. have done. By the way, I would have done. I do the exact same thing. Hey, that's good. Now, can you pick it up from, from the low A run? Just mm-hmm. play me the exactly. last. Exactly. That last quarter of a page. I want to hear that. That's all yeah. he wanted. Yeah. I, I do um, the same thing in auditions. <laughs> when I think about this piece, though, for contest, right? Like, if you get to choose what you're going to play, mm-hmm. the thought I always have is high risk, low reward. Oh, totally. But that's one of the reasons I think as a senior, this should be something you should go after because there's a lot there and you to own it, you got to do some serious work and you got to have all those things in place. Yeah. Yeah. But there's so many things that can go wrong. Like I've heard this at NTC many, many times and like you could have a bad day on a certain piece and it would be like, well, there are a couple of bobbles in there. If you do that with Halsey Stevens, (laughs) you're dead in the water. Dead in the water. Thank you. Next. Yeah. Yeah. Even even just the the third movement with the the harm and mute with the stem in and out. Right. That could do it. Unlike Francais, the Francais Sonatine, which is high risk, high reward. Yeah. Because if you get it, it's if it really works, great. you're a genius. Yeah, that is yeah. a fistful. That's a yeah. fistful. Oh, man. But if you don't, forget about it. Yeah. 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 Uh, have you ever done Halsey Stevens on C trumpet? I will tell no. you, I had never even considered it, and it was maybe my third year here, and a student came in auditioning for grad school. I'd like to play the first movement of Halsey Stevens. Was, sure, okay. And he's holding a C trumpet, and I'm thinking, when's he going to switch horns? And then he, and he plays through, and I'm like, Turned to John and Ed, and I said, uh, what's up with that? And they said, oh, you're thinking about the low Gs. Think about the next page. I'm like, oh, that's all easier. <laughs> but you got to be it's able to play easier. some really yeah. convincing low Fs on your C trumpet yep. to make that yeah. work. But then once yeah. you turn the page, everything else is easier. It's way better. Yeah, yeah. But yeah still, that was a no. JD, JD suggestion. Yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. Come on. This yeah, is yeah. America. <laughs> All right, so uh, finish us off here, uh, Dr. Stoneman. What do you got for senior year? I will round it out, and Brian, I think, is going to love this choice a lot, actually. Oh, no. I'm saying senior year, Gregson. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Really? Yes, I love it. Yes. Wow. I I love it. That's fantastic. All the stuff. Come on. If If you're in that place, if you've done the work, Oh Gregson. yeah, those that might be big, those though. might be two big ifs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a big piece. Yeah, I have given it to people. You know, to I look have at. too. I think I have used that. Again. I've used that more with grad students than undergrads. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. But at this point, I'm thinking, and again, you know, competition-wise, you're down to one movement usually, right? Mm-hmm. But man, to be able to own the first movement yeah, of this. Sure. Oh, that first is, movement. Yeah, it's. It's fantastic. What a Pretty much right piece. out of the gate. That. Like, yeah. That's yeah. one of those pieces, 30 <laughs> seconds in, you know if we're going to be okay or not. Like, <laughs> yes, somebody, somebody comes in, I'd like to play the first movement with the Gregson. Oh, okay. And they start, and you mm. either go, okay, we're cool, or oh, no, what have I done? No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty fast. But to me, that's a, you know, we didn't add grad here, obviously, no culminating yeah, right. graduate pieces. And I know this could go over the line to that, but. Yeah, I, I might have that piece. more into the 
the master mm-hmm. sort of thing. It I is great. Put it there, Boy. no, it's a terrific piece. Great piece of music. Great piece. Yeah, but that is a that's a lot to to chew on. Take I a think bite. That out. was it is. in two thousand one at Murray Gregg's ITG in Manchester. I think that was the required piece for the solo competition. Mm. Yeah. Wow! I heard a bunch of people play it. It was it was great. People were totally nails. Yeah, it was very impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that was rough. This is a great. <laughs> I mean, this this was fun to tr- to have to narrow it down, right? Sure. I mean, it's a total pain. Super difficult. Oh, it's a huge pain to try to get it down to one thing, but it's also it's also pretty telling. And I, it's interesting the way. I mean, Canon shows up a lot. I think the piece gets a, you know, it gets a bad rap sometimes. But we're we're looking at it like. It's a great teaching piece. It's totally. Great, piece. great yeah. teaching piece. Absolutely. Yeah. And Artunian, right in the mix. Yeah. Come on. How do you not have Hindemith on your list? I know, because I love it. You I love it memorized. It. I still right. have it memorized. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How do you yeah. not? I was, I'm a little shocked I didn't show well, it all on yours. I know. Well, because what I did, because I took the leap to Beach, then I, I ran out of room for it. You know what I mean? But you made like the leap the, over to Gregson. I did. I did. But I, but Hindemith to me would come earlier. I guess I could have gone Canon, Hindemith, Artunian, Beach. But could have. I Just love for Gregson. The, for the record, all four of your pieces, Bill, require a lot of articulation. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for noticing. How'd that happen? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of freaking me out. Wow. <laughs> He wants to teach it. He doesn't want to do it. <laughs> right. I just don't want to talk about it. You're right. I just don't want to talk about it at all. Exactly. You know, give him an inch, he'll take a mile. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just let it go. I like this exercise a lot. We might need to do this again in yes. some other format, but this these we are great. Do, the well, four, we can do it with etude books, too. Yeah, narrowing one book. Yeah. Well, Brian is just going to go. Arbin, 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 Arbin. <laughs> I don't understand the question. No, just, but no, just etudes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, book. we could do that. Yeah. Mm. Well, we could, we could just do pill the etude, the pillars of etudes. Right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, representative from across books. Wow, right. that's awesome. That's good. All right, boys. Great work. Time for no offense. Listen. It's our repertoire. You have to know it. If you're unfamiliar with anything we talked about tonight, you're in really serious trouble. But come on, be able to sit down across from your colleagues, talk about great pieces, dissect them, and learn as you go. you got to know your rep. If you don't know the rep, you're doing it wrong. Absolutely. And this isn't to exclude new rep, which we're big fans of. Uh, But there there is a canon out there, and you should know it. Uh, yeah, any, if any of the pieces we mentioned that you're unfamiliar with, hop online and find great recordings and say, oh, I don't know that one. I should check this out. Now, we're hoping you already know these as we think of these as really, 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 really standard, uh, which is why everybody should already at least have a handle on them so that then you can branch out from there. But these are these yeah. are great pieces that do matter and should be and should stay as part of the canon. And um, Diversify the Stand has great reference if you're look if you've done this piece, check out this piece, which is yep. in the similar it's a great vein. resource. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So that's a way to to do to to branch out from what you know and what you're doing to right. uh, newer and and uh, more representative pieces. But yeah, absolutely. A canon. <laughs> right. There but is no, a canon. But do but you got to know your music. Yeah. And it's loaded with the Gregson. Wow. <laughs> wow. Gregson right on it heavy heavy. right over that definitely heavy all right well that should about do it for today listen stay tuned tell your friends and neighbors and get those solos programmed so long for now remember to keep an open mind but more importantly an open bell